This is Patrick McCoy. This is Lauren Jackson Harris. This is Steve Prince. This is Jeremiah Ojo. This is Fabian Williams. This is Eddie Filer. This is Damian Fisher. This is Christopher Batten. This is Bisa Butler, and you are listening to Studio Noise Podcast. <laughs> we back, baby. It's the Ooh! noise. It's the noise. It's the studio noise. Yes. It's your boy Jay Barber. Yes. Back the girl again. Nicole. Yes. <laughs> I said I said it once. I said it one hundred times. One hundred times. It's the noise, baby. <laughs> the sound yes. of creation, and that's what we doing right here on the Studio Noise podcast. Sponsored by, <laughs> sponsored by NBA F N B A F National Black Arts. Uh, we got some good stuff coming with them. Uh, coming soon after this, like in in the September, you'll see some new stuff coming from it. It's gonna be exciting. But until then, yes. this is Studio Noise Podcast. It's like your favorite art podcast, um, except it it's black people all around. Uh, that's what we do because black people do art and black people make culture, and we talk about it right here. On Studio Noise, it's your boy Jay Barber, and I got back with me. Jasmine Nicole, <laughs> Jiggy Jazz, <laughs> back from her long hiatus, and she came back for this episode, the best I special did. episode, episode one hundred. Uh, it's Yay. also the grand finale of the summer session, and it's also our two year anniversary, if you believe it or not. Been doing oh this, been cranking these things out for two years. Uh, getting it done. How you doing, Jiggy Jazz? I ain't heard your voice in so long. I know, right? Um, I've been doing good. Just like working at my job, working on art. I had a residency. Like, a lot of stuff been going down over here. <laughs> nah, that's what's up, y'all. That's how you supposed to get it, Joe. Right. How you doing? Ah, man, you know, doing these episodes, holding it down. That's all I, all I ever do is this and make right. art. And hang out with my kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, simple life, yo. Simple life. So yeah, yo. So we we here as uh studio noise. You know, we intended this episode to be just a big celebration of you know everything that we've been doing over the next two years, and we're still gonna do that. But we we would be remiss. We would be. It would just be insulting to the culture if we didn't right. talk about. The big, big thing that just happened over the weekend, which is heartbreaking for all of us, I'm sure. <clears throat> but it was my, it was the man, Chaswick Bozeman, passing yeah. away. It's like so suddenly and surprisingly to everybody, he's been battling cancer for the last four years. And so that right. means that all the stuff that we know him for, all the movies, all the Avengers, 42, all of it, he had cancer, stage three colon cancer the entire time. And uh, it's it's mind-boggling for one. Yeah. Like, for one, it's inc- incredibly heartbreaking because you know never yeah. want to see nobody uh, go through anything like that. Like cancer is hard. We all know people that have had cancer and went through it. So uh, it's it's just a crazy thing, and it was so so sudden and out of the blue mm-hmm. and just unexpected. It was not, it definitely not uh, what we was looking for in twenty twenty. Yo, not at all. Not at all. 
I used to always joke back in college with my friends. I'm like, is Chadwick Boseman every important black person is <laughs> he is to us? He he and, was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he is. <laughs> that's exactly what who Chadwick Boseman is to all of us. Yeah, the man had range, yo. He had range. Yeah. And, you know, but just to, um, I don't know, if it, it just feel like we were just getting to know him. Like he was just like breaking through and getting all these movies, getting these iconic roles. You know what I'm saying? Who can figure, like, I remember from 42 was the first time I remember seeing him. Uh, that mm-hmm. movie was incredible. It made me mad. It, it pissed me off because, you know, I hate racism, but uh, yeah. he was he was fantastic <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. I think of my first I was going to the movie. It was probably, um, I can't remember the name. Was it the Get Down? The, the James Brown movie? Oh, yeah. Get yeah. On Down? Yeah. Yeah, that was my first Chad and Bose movie. And I was like, wow, this is, <laughs> it was really like clever and funny. Like it was definitely a different kind of movie. And I was like, this dude is special. I'm into him. Yeah. And then, of course, you can't forget he was in Black Panther when he showed up as Black oh. Panther in. He uh, was the, Black Yeah, the second Captain America when the soldier, he showed up. He was he, he took over the movie like he was electric in that movie. <laughs> and of course, the big, big flashpoint cultural phenomenon of the Black Panther movie, which was, you know, probably one of the most incredible movies uh, ever made. Like the response to it, how black people built it up too. like, you know, mm-hmm. not just doing like the costumes directing, but like our response to it, like going to see it in like full coming to America outfits and like, <laughs> and all that <laughs> other stuff, you know, you got a, you got a real sense of how much like that meant um, to the world, like to us as a people, and, I, I, and the one thing you look back and you see people have been posting clips like ever since like Friday night. So, uh, you know, you see all the clips of him like really embracing it. You know what I'm saying? Like like taking mm-hmm. heart to exactly what it was going to be. And then he was there the whole time embracing it, um, you know, going to the, to the openings and like surprising people, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> and talking to him. Like, you know, right. being T'Challa with high school kids and, and the terminally ill kids. Like, it, he 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 did a lot, yo, in these last four years. I think he had just become just a big figure in life, yo. So, it's really sad that he had to go through that. Mm-hmm. And to, like, yeah, leave us so young, that that was, like, heartbreaking to me. Like, ooh, 42, that's nothing. Like, I know. Like, yo, I just turned 40. Like, like yeah. it ain't, that ain't but like imagine me being gone from here in three years. Like, mm-hmm. wow, that that's 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 crazy, yo. Yeah, that's crazy. But it's been you know, uh, so you know, one rest in peace to him. Um, Absolutely. And you know, prayers to his family and all those people. You know, I heard he um, died at his home with his wife and his family around him, which you know, as much as you can hope for uh, when the time comes yeah. for all of us. And so, I don't know. I hope he. I hope he had peace. I hope he understood um, what his art and what his his talents have brought to the world. I'm I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, the guy seemed like an amazing guy. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's just it's, it. It was a blow, yo. <laughs> it's a. It's been a blow. And so, um, even though we're gonna celebrate on this episode, what we doing? Um, I I I have to bring it up because, like, for me. It's the end of the summer, right? And it, and it just feels like this has been the longest fucking year of yeah. life. <laughs> like, is it? 
Mm -hmm. Like, it's just been so much happening, uh, especially in terms of like loss. And, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to turn this into a loss podcast, but, um, right when COVID-19 hit, I want, I want to give a big shout out to Miss Joanne, which is my wife's grandfather. Uh, his, his, it would be her step grandmother. Um, and so right when COVID hit, they were him and his family. It was her, um, it was her grandfather, Jerry. It was Miss Joanne. Uh, Miss Colleen was her sister. Their mother and their daughter were all together and they all ended up getting COVID. When oh, they went wow. to the hospital, Miss um, Joanne and Colleen passed away. And oh. Grandpa Jerry, he was in the hospital for a while, but he ended up, up making it out. And their 90-year-old mother was fine. And their daughter mm. was fine. It was just those two just end up uh, getting affected. So, you know, it's, been, it's just been a rough year, yo, in terms of losing yeah. people. Um, we also lost... Um, my man Eugene Phony uh, was working with Black Art America. He was a great, was a great guy, man. And he was, um, he was an art dealer, an old school art dealer. He used to represent uh, John mm-hmm. Biggers, and he worked with Black Art America. I met him through Najee. Got to hang out with him. Got to see him one last time around earlier this year, uh, which was, you know, you never know it's like your last time seeing people, but just got to see him and shake his hand, just as we always do, just appreciate each other. So, yeah, and we lost David Driscoll and, and so many other people have lost so many other people. It's, it's just been a rough year, yo. So I don't know. 2020 goes on, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been really heavy. Like when you think about all the just like looking at just the numbers, it's this thing has affected people far and wide and it's devastating. Like there's just a heaviness over the year that I've been trying to like, you know, irresponsibly I've been trying to like avoid and like not think about it and, you know, but it's ever present, you know, yeah, it, it, it is. affects everything. It yeah. is. And then you still have to, you know, turn on your TV and see people getting shot in the back and stepped on yeah. by the, by the police. Um, you see people, uh, famous writers, you know what I'm saying? Part of TV shows commit suicide. Like you see all kinds of stuff. This has just been some of the the craziest times, yo. So and the, the election yeah, ain't right. even here yet. So this is this is gonna be a, <laughs> still got some more to go. Yeah, like yo, man, this is it's a lot, yo. It's a lot, but I don't know. Just take your time to, you know, be grateful for being here. Like being here, being on this podcast, being able to celebrate. Um and be consistent and create like we do. I think that's one thing um, we're going to end it with this note, just to say that, you know, we don't know how long we got here. And that's the the thing that happened with Chadwick is that he had his talents and he made the most of it while he was here. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is not to just say that if you get sick, you should just work yourself to death and not let nobody know. Like that's, that's, I don't think that's the lesson we, should take from it but it's just a lesson that as a creative you know you got to put your mark down because you're not here forever like this you know we're not immortal we're not gonna just keep going and going and going this this journey has an end to it but on this journey what can you leave behind what can you create how can you you know shout into the ether and let everybody know you was here for just 
the brief moment that we get. Uh, and so, they, you know, that, that's that's always a great thing. So now we can go back. His kids can go back. His wife can go back and see him in these movies, um, mm-hmm. see him out here making a difference. And I, I think that's important, you know, so I think that's what we need to take from it as artists. You know, we say it, been saying it for a while, but you got to get in that studio. You got to make some noise, yo. You got to let people know you was here. Uh, and that's what it's all about. And that's that really is all we can control. You know, we get our breaths. Uh, we get our time and you got to choose what you want to do with it. So it's it's a hard thing. You know, rest in peace to Chadwick and Miss Joanne and Eugene, David Driscoll, everybody uh, that's yeah. not here with us no more. So uh, I, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. You know, we'll we'll pick it back up and come back and talk about. Uh, the podcast and celebrating a little bit, yo. We 200 episodes into the summer session, grand finale, but we here, uh-huh. baby. We here. <laughs> hey, it's Lizons reporting from Colorado Springs. I am so excited to be a part of this, but most of all, that there is a black podcast for artists. I've been listening to you guys since you all started in 2018, and I searched on Apple Podcasts, Black artist podcast and you guys came up and I've been listening to you all ever since I really appreciate this podcast because there isn't that much of an archive for new and current black artists we all know about the greats but you guys highlight artists black artists in the diaspora that people don't know about so I have an abundant amount of black artists that I like now and I look forward listening to you podcast to you guys' podcast every week especially in the summer when y'all do one every week but shout out to Jamal and Jasmine keep doing the footwork that you guys are doing I always repost you guys on my story and I tell all of my black artist friends to check you guys out so do not stop what you're doing continuing to be great people in the arts community for black people black creatives and I appreciate you guys shout out to 100 episodes peace all right we back the studio noise, your boy Jay Barber, back with Jiggy Jazz. We here. Yeah. Um, so we, let's reflect a little bit. You know, we get to celebrate a little bit, you know, just to pick everything back up. You know, what What do you think about the podcast now? You know, 100 episodes have been doing this thing. Countless people uh, are interviewed, at least 70-some people. We had some return guests, but it's been a, it's been a lot, yo. It has. It's, it's been a beautiful, awesome, amazing journey. I, like... I'm just, I'm just in awe of like what we've been able to accomplish thus far, and um, our dedication to this has been like <laughs> really dope. I like never trust myself to like follow through with things, <laughs> and this is just proof <laughs> that <laughs> I totally can. <laughs> so <laughs> this journey has just been like really eye opening for me, and. Um, like me, and you, we've been, we've always been close, but like getting closer to you and like working with you, that has been, um, it's just been a lot of fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too. It's been, I don't know. It's one of them things where you never know what, how long you're going to do something, how committed you can be. Cause you know, what's the, what's the, we went to one of those, um, conferences, the podcast conference, what, what a media yeah. conference. And they were talking about podcasts and they were talking about how, like 95% of podcasts have five episodes or less, you know what I mean? Like yeah. out of, out of the, you know, whatever hundreds of thousands of millions of podcasts out there, like it's, it's pod, they call it pod fade. 
because people don't realize the amount of work that it takes. And then once they realize the work and they realize and they see that they're not going to get some instant validation, like, you know, people not just going to automatically throw money at you after four episodes and stuff <laughs> like that. You know, they give it up because it's like they don't think it's worth it. And so I'm I'm thankful that that you stuck around, you know, <laughs> you know what I said? <laughs> like, cause it was, you know, it was randomly my idea to do it um, based on some other stuff. But, you know, I, I feel like you've grown a lot in terms of the people that we've gotten access to. Right. Um, just the conversations that we're having, like the structure of it, like all of it, like has really like grown tremendously. Like you remember our first episode, we was up and then, um, man, we was here in my basement like we're just recording yeah. to see if they <laughs> see if the recorders worked. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> yo, we, yo, y'all should have seen us. Yo, we ain't had like all our stuff together. We just had like the little Zoom. We had like um, I I had the microphone sitting on top of my box of tools. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be the right height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo. So so we it, this really been like a real DIY, like scrappy. Um, put mm -hmm. it together, you know what I'm saying, as we go type of production. Yeah, a YouTube university podcast. <laughs> That's for sure, yo. That's for sure. But, you know, we managed, We I think we managed to to really make something because, you know, our first guest was Shaniqua. Uh, so we yeah. up in Georgia State and, you know, mm -hmm. interviewing her, just had a had a great conversation, you know, but the whole time I was sitting there thinking like, damn, I hope this recorded. Because <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if it did, yo, we and was, I was I was like, oh my god, I hope I don't sound ridiculous right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, because it could it could really go left, yo, really go left. And so, Real quick, yeah. So you know, we and going from there and just basically started just interviewing people that we knew, like in our circle. Like it was, it was who, who was it? Shaniqua. It was you. Then we interviewed Jennifer, my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we interviewed Natrice. Like yo, we just like yo, who can we get, yo? Like because <laughs> it was. It was so new and we were piecing it together as we went, but you know, mm -hmm. I, I think we, we managed to get our footing somewhere along the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we gotta gotta like, definitely gotta give a shout out to uh, my man Najee and Black Art in America because he came through absolutely. uh gave us some sponsorship early on, early on, very early on in um very early. <laughs> yeah, for real. And uh, back when we didn't even have no numbers for what we <laughs> was doing. We right, just, we didn't know what a number was. Yeah, we were just putting it together. But he, you know, he came through and supported, and I think that um, was a big part of uh, not just keeping us going, but getting us uh, a lot of stuff that we needed, equipment and stuff. So we, you know, always got to be thankful for him um, yeah. for coming through with that. And you know, and you know, you think about it. Like, when was the moment that you that you thought that the podcast would be like, this might be all right, Joe? Oh, granny was it. <laughs> um, it has to be like when we started doing last year's summer sessions. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were like doing interviews twice a week and we were like really going hard at it. And I was like, oh, we're doing a thing. Like, this isn't just us <laughs> talking into a vacuum. Like, we're, like, doing a thing. We're putting it out. Like, yeah. it felt real then. Like, because I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is work right here. So that's when I knew, like, oh, we're doing something. We're committed. And it's happening. 
Yeah, I'll bet you, I'm with you on that one. You know, I think <laughs> I, I think when I, you know, I I knew we were doing the thing. I was already committed to it. But you know, when we got Deborah Roberts to agree to come on the podcast, that's when I was like, you know what, this is all right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah that's all right right here like you know for before that it was like you know this is fun you know what i mean interviewing my friends talking to people you know what i'm saying getting to know artists and whatnot mm-hmm. but i think she was like one of the the first big names that we got that yeah. was that we completely didn't know at all like just cold like i'm gonna try to yeah. get Dabble roberts on the podcast she's like oh okay like you know nobody neither one of us thought she'd really do it but but she did but she did so you know that 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 let me know that you know this might be this might be a thing like you know for us to think about and invest in i think we started changing some stuff up like after mm-hmm. that and um uh, you know but buckling it down getting serious about it so it's been been really fun you know? yeah happy 100 podcast jasmine and jamal yay studio noise Y'all doing it, doing it, doing it. This is Kianga Janaki, fiber artist, and I have been a loyal follower of Studio Noise Podcast for about a year now. It is absolutely my favorite podcast to listen to while I'm in the studio, making things and doing things, you know? Being an artist is such a solitary existence, you know? we. We spend a lot of time with ourselves and the materials that we're using to create the art that we are creating. So to have a podcast that interviews artists and curators and uh, corporations and nonprofits to support the artists, collectors, all who support artists, particularly black artists, it's really enlightening and I appreciate it. I appreciate the show so much. I've learned so much from all the different artists that I've listened to. I appreciate hearing the highs, the lows, the breakthroughs, um, how an artist has grown, you know, what directions that they've gone in with their art that they hadn't thought about, you know, some of the challenges that they had and how they overcame them. All of that is like, it's just food for my soul, especially when I'm in the studio. If I have to say uh, I had some favorite episodes, uh, my first favorite is the Rashawn Rutker episode. That brother, like, he gave up so much wisdom about being an artist from the beginning of your career to midway to the, your career and beyond and looking at um, what direction you really want to go in as an artist. Um, and also he, he just gave up so much wisdom. Like that show was the first show that I like shared with a lot of people. Like I know I shared that show with at least 10 other artists. I was like, y'all got to hear what this brother has to say. I also appreciated the wisdom that he shared. Like I think one of my favorite quotes from the show was he was uh, quoting his grandmother. I believe it was. And he said um, that she had always told him advice is what people ask for who already know the answer to whatever it is they, they, they're asking advice for. That cracked me up. And it's like, that is so damn true, you know? So I, and I also appreciated um, 
his insight and um, exploration and explanation of the series that he did of black men as pigeons. Like that brother took that way deep, you know, and I really appreciated his, you know, I appreciated everything he said about it. And it helped me to understand him as an artist. And it, it, it really did inspire me, you know, um, another podcast that I really appreciated was, uh, Tracy Murrell, uh, who did a residency in Morocco that that was inspiring because, I had never really thought about residencies as a way to travel and grow as an artist. And just hearing about Morocco um, was inspiring and hearing about what it was like to be a woman and an artist um, in that residency in Morocco. Um, and it really made me start looking at other avenues of, of growth and um, opportunity um, through residencies. Um, I also appreciated Abisa Butler, of course, because she is also a fiber artist and quilter like myself. And Bisa is always so gracious. And I've heard several interviews um, of Bisa. And this was one of my favorites. Another favorite of uh, fiber artists that you uh, interviewed was, was Phyllis Stevens. Her quilts were amazing. And just the wisdom that she dove, like it was so much in, in her interview. I, I could just listen to her all day talk about whatever, you know. But she was so raw and so real and so beautiful. I just appreciated that to the fullest. And of course, uh, the Al Black Mother episode, which wasn't about art in the traditional sense, but that sister, Dr. Um, Christian Cleveland, man, she opened up a part of my brain. They had me start thinking about some stuff that I hadn't even thought of thinking about in a long time. And yes, God is a black woman. Of course she is. Won't she do it? So I want to wish you a happy 100th podcast, and I hope you have a 100 podcasts more. Keep going. Keep growing keep giving. We appreciate you. We appreciate all that you do, uh, Jamal and Jasmine. Thank you. Peace. Yeah, yo, so who's, who's been some of your favorite guests, show? We had a lot, a lot of people on the podcast, show. Yeah, we have. Um, one of my favorite guests is uh, Angela Davis Johnson. Oh, I yeah. Love, that was a good one. Yeah, I love listening to her talk. Um, me and her, like, we have our connection. So, like, it was really great having her on the podcast because I feel like a lot, like, early on, like, a lot of people were, like, Jamal's friends and I was like, who are you? It was a nice change of pace to, like, have someone that I had a rapport with. Um, so, yeah, Angela Davis, Jonathan, go back and listen to that. We, we talked about some really great stuff. Yeah, yo. Pulled up in the house. That was the first time we had been to her house too and got to see some Yeah. <laughs> That's what best by when we used to travel and go see people. <laughs> you know, oh my god. We don't get, we'll get to do that. Yeah, then we get to do that no more. That's a whole lifetime ago, ain't it? Like but yeah, so at the very at the very beginning, yo, when you listen, like everywhere we you we used to just pull up at people's house. Like we pulled up at um Brenda Nicole Moore. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> pulled up <laughs> yeah, at Brenda's house. You know, we used to pull up at Charlie's studio, Conte studio, uh, at Georgia State. People used to come to Georgia State to, to talk with us in person. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it was a good time. But I think that that part is one of the one parts I do miss, like, a lot. Like, just going to people's studio, being in person, you know, you know what I'm saying? Give people a hug and, mm-hmm. and dap them up like, yo, you know. Like yeah. they're actually here for real. You get to see the look on Looking their face. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it, it was it was just a different vibe. Like this is this is fine too. Like you know, I think we you know like everything. You find a way to to do what you want to do. But like yeah, I don't know. It was something about that in person energy, yo. That connection because you know they see us having fun, they start having fun, and everybody gets yeah. loose and, and relaxed. <laughs> People get mad uh-huh. nervous at first. Yeah, they think we're like a real hootie snooty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yo, we this not the mocha, yo. You know what I'm saying? This ain't ain't mocha. Right. You know what I mean? Down, yeah, the homegrown podcast. Yeah. You know me. It's your folks, yo. We got a bag with with microphones in it. <laughs> we, had a, <laughs> we had a podcast bag that we carried around in people's studios. <laughs> yeah, I have a podcast bag now. <laughs> it's in my closet. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. So when I think back, um. Let's see. We're going to go back and forth on favorite guests. Uh, I think one of my favorites was our long-ass Alphaconte podcast. That was great, Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we stayed there for about four hours. <laughs> that was a long yeah, time. Yeah, that was a long time. But, but Conte's always been great, Joe, and just get, getting to see his work. I love, I really love how he's developed as an artist, too. Like, he's, he's breaking through, you know what I'm saying, getting to the big time yeah. in the Smithsonian mm-hmm. and all that good stuff, yo. That's yeah, swinging for the fences. Let's yeah, go for sure, for sure. So yeah, so you know, <laughs> that 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 was definitely a, well a great episode. That's when you should just vibe out, Joe. That was when the podcast yeah. was super long. <laughs> I know yeah, we people, didn't have no structure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just pull up and talk. You know, it was like, yo, how long you want to talk? Hey, that's how long the podcast right. gonna be. Yeah, that's how long it's going to be. <laughs> I think, like, we toyed around with splitting that one into two parts. Like, that's how long it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this week and next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, give another guess, yo. Give another one of your favorites. Um, we already spoke about Shaniqua, but both of the Shaniqua episodes... <laughs> I love listening to Shaniqua talk. Um, the woman we were at Chastain, like after she had graduated from Georgia State in the MFA, like just hearing her growth between the two episodes was um, really nice. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was good. Shaniqua's got some yeah. kind of magic in her voice, too. I don't know. Something, uh, something about right. the way she talked. I mean, she's been doing a lot of stuff on, on Zoom, too. She's because, mm-hmm. you know, she's always good for like sound bites. Like she, she always says something that be like, "Damn, that's all right." <laughs> right. Yeah. You knew what you were saying when you said that. Yeah, because she, she be giving it up, yo. So I, I appreciate that. So yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was definitely great episodes. Right. What do I see? What's another one? Uh, I think I liked um, I liked the of Butler episode, Joe. Not to just jump yeah. to like the big name famous people, but you know, we a lot of time for you. You don't know these people. You only see them in magazines and stuff. It's like, yo, she's super popular, super famous, like everywhere. But she's super mm-hmm. cool, yo. She was awesome. Yeah, was she really, was. Awesome. Yeah, it was really nice to get to talk to her and see, like, how how real these people are 
like when they making stuff and creating, they just like you. I think that's the one of the big messages in the podcast too. Is that you know people that are doing it and making art, they're doing the same thing you're doing. Like <laughs> right now, when you listen to this podcast, looking for inspiration, they're looking for inspiration. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. It's no different. So part of it is like yo, just highlighting the ways, and we all connect the same. We're all kind of doing the same kind of work. I mean, obviously, she's way better at it than you are, or, or right. me, or you know. <laughs> All of us and everyone. In the- <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, you know, saying keep working, son. That's like, that's like keep working. Right. You'll make it. Love at some point. Oh, or maybe not, but that's okay too. That's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Give me one more, yo. Give me one more of your favorites. Um, Melissa Alexander. Oh um, yeah, that was a good one. Um, the. The fact that we had the construction next door, ignore that part. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but listening to her, I love a self-taught artist. Um, somebody that just like got out the mud and was like, you know what? This is what I want to do. And this is what we're doing. Um, and hearing her journey, I, I hadn't sat down and like talked with her about her journey and everything. Um, so that was, um, it was really nice to talk with her and, get her on the podcast yeah that was true yo she she was great i always like talk to melissa me too <laughs> yeah because she always bring out some some soul references that i that i hadn't remembered <laughs> uh-huh. but, I, but i do remember from my childhood she was she's she's great yo right it's all in the fro that's what it is <laughs> all right one more all right so let's see one more um, this one um was really great, but I think it was great and um I did it over the summer, so you you were on this one. But um, yeah. Dr. Christina Cleveland, like interviewing her and talking about so it was one of the first times where usually we just talk to artists, like artists about art stuff, like period. Like, you know, what are you doing? Like what are you working on? How do you work? All that kind of stuff. Um, but that was one episode where we talked about um the imagery of God and like how do you, how artists can visualize um, a higher power and what that means for you, like when you do it. So it, it, it that was about art very specifically, but it was a very open conversation that had a, a lot of of branches on it. Does that make sense? Like it was yeah. so many topics that we talked about in terms of um what happens when you see black women as God, like how we treat each other, how um, patriarchy and white supremacy kind of work to keep you down through religion and how people still find a way to break through, find a way to connect and see themselves. Like it, it was a very, it was a deep conversation, you know? So I, I really do want to have um, big, more bigger conversations like that. That's yeah. not just like art, 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 you know? Like this is kind of right. just like art and some other stuff. It's like, <laughs> you know, she mm-hmm. she herself is not an artist, but she has a beautiful voice and she um, just knows how to talk and, and has a point of view that was I thought was really amazing. So that was one of definitely one of my favorite episodes. That, that yeah, like I'm past that I think that's a, a good thing to do. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So mm-hmm. that, that was that was really great. Congratulations, Studio Noise Podcast, on 100 episodes. It's Vanessa Meshack, one of your super fans. And I just want you to know your freemium art content has been a game changer for me. 
Having the opportunity to listen to so many Black artists talk about their journey, their practice, and even their process has been so encouraging for me, um, especially because I'm an emerging artist myself. At this time in my life, after setting my art aside for over 20 years to raise my family, to be a military wife, to be a teacher, um, when I hear the stories of artists who are, you know, in the same age category that I'm in, uh, pursuing their art and continuing to pursue their art and to set goals, it just makes me feel more and more confident in my ability to learn as a printmaker and strive to achieve my goals. Uh, without your podcast, I don't think I would have had um, those opportunities and, and certainly not this quickly in my journey. Um, the episodes with printmakers are my favorite because that's what I'm studying right now. Um, you've had so many, too many to name, but I can tell you my favorites. Um, I really enjoyed um, Steve Prince, which was recent, but my top favorite is favorites were David Driscoll and Delita Martin. So hearing David Driscoll speak, and I have to say the late Dr. David Driscoll, hearing him speak about his process during his time uh, as an artist was just amazing and um, just really validated my, my desire to learn this uh, form, art form. He, of course, was an amazing man. Um, I had been studying his work. I have his books. And I just, there's nothing else that can be said about David Driscoll. Just an amazing, amazing artist. Um, that said, learning about Delita Martin's work, and let's see, I learned of her in 2017. When I saw her work, that made me know that I had to learn this process. And uh, the rest is history. I've been studying ever since. So when you had her on the show, uh, I was glued to, to that episode. She dropped so much information that I was able to, to really incorporate what she said into my practice. Number one, um, self-evaluating. Why am I doing this? Um, having a conversation with my work. Um, researching. I was an English teacher, so I'm all about research. But I'm all about research when it comes to uh, my art, art, artistic practice. I want to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I want the viewer to, to understand. And I want to be able to articulate that to the viewer. So when she said that this is how she starts her process, that just resonated with me. And again, affirmed for me um, that I was doing things right. Because uh, at, like I said, I don't have a, a lot of mentors here. So your podcast has, has brought me into a circle of artists and I'm able to learn. I'm learning from everything they're saying. They are my virtual mentors. 
So I just want you to know that what you're doing is so valuable to our community. Please continue. You are documenting our uh, creatives in a way that no other um, outlet is doing it. Um, you are bringing the art to everyone. We do not have to go out and seek out these artists, but now we have a uh, an encyclopedia of artists, if you will, and it your your just your uh, ability to to bring them to us in such a real and authentic way has just meant the world to me. So. I just want to say here's to 100 more episodes. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, we, I love you and Jasmine. Feels like I know you and I even got to meet you, Jamal. So just keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it. Yeah, so, so, so you know, we did kind of shoestring this thing together <laughs> as, we, as we went along. Yeah, so what, what, what has been like to you the hardest part about making this podcast? For me, um, <laughs> it was the editing. <laughs> like, when you think about a podcast, like, you, especially when it's just two people doing it, like, somebody got to edit. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I definitely on. But it was, like, it was very challenging for me. Like, the, like, sitting down, it's very, like, tedious. It's definitely the less glamorous side of, doing a podcast yes so that was like the hard part for me i was like oh my gosh like can i can i do one more can i do one more <laughs> <laughs> that's what it felt like but uh yeah i think that's like the hardest part like just that um and it's like the same thing every time like you don't it's n there's nothing creative necessarily about editing you just kind of do it yeah so um, I think that was the hard part for me, like just the grunt work of doing having a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, cause I've been yeah. doing, I've been doing it th this whole summer, and yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, but you know, it's a one thing to do it and have a partner with you, and it's another thing to do it by yourself, like for <laughs> for an extended period of time. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, I I could probably do it, and I would just I don't know change stuff around. It's it's just one of those things where it's like. There's no, there is no easy way to edit a podcast. Yeah, you literally are just like sitting down and and you know snipping and editing and and moving stuff around. It's like it's not, and there's no way to not do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you know what I'm saying. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm, so I yeah, do. that was pretty tough. But I think <laughs> I think one thing that we didn't that was. I don't know how hard it was, but it was it was definitely something I was anxious about just being able to talk to people like and have like a, a straight up conversation that sounded the way I wanted it to sound. If that makes sense. Yeah. That yeah, makes cause, sense. Yeah. Because it's not just like, you know, you listen to some of these podcasts and it's like so academic. It's like, you know, like you can hear like you can hear the papers in the background. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, question number one. Um who is your father? Like, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah. like that type of thing. But, you know, I don't, I don't want to have that conversation, but at the same time, I just also don't just want to show up just, you know, in sweatpants and a t-shirt, like whatever. 
<laughs> just right. like, yo, we just going to talk. Who like, your nah. boss? Yeah. <laughs> nah. You're like, you can't just pull up and just start talking. Like, you do have to, like, you know, we research and stuff. We research and look people up and, you know, we point out yeah. artwork that we and, and dissect it beforehand so that we can have questions that that would that are interesting, you know, that I would find interesting if I was listening mm-hmm. to a podcast. So, you know, I definitely don't want to be like a stick in the mud, like, you know, not all these podcasts not sticking in the mud, but you know what I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all listen to the podcast. Y'all listen. <laughs> y'all, yeah, y'all know what these other podcasts be sounding like real crazy. But I like the more conversational ones like we need. And I think we have we have a lot more fun talking to people. And I think that lets other people relax a little bit more. But until we like really got going, yo, it was really like, yo, I hope this sound all right. You think that's yeah. right? Like, yo, <laughs> when he was editing, it was like, yo, how it sound? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you know, because it, it, it's no telling until you put it out. And, you know, we got to, you got to have a, uh, energy and a, and a way to do it. So it, it took some time, but I think we found a rhythm after a while. Mm-hmm. We did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's the best part to you? What's been in, like the, the greatest part? Oh, what has been the greatest? Everybody, the all the listeners, the audience, the Studio Noise fam. <laughs> I consider y'all the fam too. Um, just interacting with y'all on the interwebs has been um exciting because it does feel like me and Jamal just doing a thing a lot of the time. <laughs> but to know that people are actually listening and gaining something from it is I'm like over the moon to like hear all the stories and like, oh I love this about the podcast or I love that or I just love you. Like that has been really nice. Yeah. Um I think that's my favorite part. Like knowing that there's a greater purpose to this. It's not just me and Jamal talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, yo. I, I think that's my favorite part too. Like, you know, cause, hey, cause it's also, it, we've been doing it for two years, been doing it so long. It almost feels like part of my creative practice. Like, you know, getting to know like yeah. these people and seeing what they do uh, helps me dissect my own work. I hope that's what other people are getting out of it too. Not just like yep. listening, but like seeing like, man, Ruck put this much talk and, and, and thought into like these drawings that he's doing. Like I see his connections, like, you know, what can I connect with? Like that kind of thing. Like it, it pushes mm-hmm. you to, when you find out not just to, not the sauce behind what people are doing, but you do find out like it's a method to it. Like in, in a common denominator and everybody is just the amount of effort they put into like doing right. what they do. Like in their own way, you know what I'm saying? Because when I think about uh, Yashua, uh, Klaus, and mm-hmm. like what he does and like printing on the floor and like, you know, I've been seeing him um, lately with some new work and it's like, it's amazing. You know, we got to talk to him about that. So that's a, that's great, Joe. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like you got a, a secret insight into what he does <laughs> and what other people do. Yeah. Hello, this is Lavette Ballard, mixed media, collage-based artist, uh, fence enhancer, uh, author, uh, academic, uh, visual creator, you name it. Uh, here giving a big shout out, much love to Studio Noise and reaching that 100th episode. Dang, y'all. 
a hundred episodes. Wow. Like, dang, that was fast. It feels like I just jumped on the bandwagon with y'all. Uh, incredible work. I just can't say how great you guys are. Uh, Jasmine and Jamal, man, y'all, y'all just dope. And y'all know y'all dope. You know, the people that have come through on the podcast that's what got me in you know the people you know you've had everyone from Delita Martin Charlie Palmer Rashawn Rucker uh you know uh April Bay my girl in Cali uh you know uh living legends like Deborah Roberts and Delita Martin and Bisa Butler, my homegirl from Jersey, and uh, the lovely and, you know, unbelievably spirited Vashti Dubois, uh, you know, from the Color Girls Museum here in Philly. You know, y'all been doing your thing. And I just can't tell you how grateful from all of us artists, all of us art creators, uh, people who love art, we are to you and what you do as far as asking those tough questions that we've all wish we had the time to sit down and talk with our peers about. Uh, before the quarantine, a lot of times when we interacted with each other it was usually in the moment and we really couldn't sit and have those conversations or we felt we didn't have the time to have those conversations. But you always had it. Every Tuesday, I can guarantee as a working artist, I go in my studio. If I'm struggling and I need to sit on my couch and put my feet up and think things out, I can listen to other people who are going through the same thing as I am as far as keeping the work creative and fresh and new and how they approach these obstacles and how they get past them and you know, how do you get represented? How do you get collectors? Uh, how do you make the work resonate with everyone that you're trying to reach? And you're able to pull those questions out. Y'all are able to dig deep and ask those tough questions. And it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. It's something I look forward to every Tuesday. I know, boom, I'm going to have it. And I don't know what I would do if a sis couldn't have it, because it, it could be the destroying of a career here. Y'all got to keep this up for at least another 10 years, at least, you know, uh, you know, listening to people I look up to like David Driscoll, you know, my boy, Charlie Palmer, the beast, you know, uh, people, Phyllis Stevens, you know, these people who I look up to and I admire so much and I've written about in my grad program or mentioned, you know, and to be able to hear that they're going through the same things that I'm going through. And um, most importantly, the fact that you don't always have art makers, uh, visual art makers. Sometimes you have artists, uh, muses, uh, collectors, administrators like Lauren Harris. Or, of course, the immortal David Driscoll as a collector and to hear what they're looking for, you know, um, to know that information that we can't get from five minutes at an exhibit, you know, so it, it's great. And y'all got to keep it up. 
like I said, I don't know what I would do. This could be the dismantling of a career if you do not keep this up. This is important work that you have to keep doing. And if you didn't keep doing it, I would have to be watching like I do old issues of uh, episodes of Scandal on repeat. So keep it up and congratulations. Much love. Y'all dope. But y'all knew that. Peace. So, Jiggy Jazz, what do you what do you see coming up next for the podcast? What do you what do you think we should do? Oh, I think <laughs> I want to like expand. I want to talk to like other uh, creative people, like talk to musicians, talk to more dancers, more like just talk to like more different types of creative people um we have dancers and we have singers and all that on the podcast i just want more of that um to kind of just like connect the artist community even more maybe even get some like administrators to like just talk about the ecosystem more um i think that's really important for um creative people to hear like you know sometimes you know you get into this art thing if you aren't, if you don't draw or paint or do that kind of thing, but you want to be in the art, hearing someone else talk about it, like having it be, um, just seeing that it's an option for you, I think that's really important. And we could do that here on the podcast. Um, yeah, so that's where I see us going, like talking to, just expanding the palette more. Yeah, I definitely see that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind... Um I wouldn't mind like us connecting with, with more institutions too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, you know, maybe, yeah, you know, it might be reaching, but why can't we do something at the high? Like do a talk or something. Like I'll talk just as good as they talk. <laughs> hey, you know, it's just little Jamal. I ain't nobody yet, but you know, I still can talk though. Be somebody one day. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all going to want me to do it one day and I'm going to be like, nah, I can't. I'm just- <laughs> 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 but yeah so yeah that would be that would be fun to do more of that kind of stuff but you know the world got to open up back up and you know oh, you yeah, got to get through true. 2020 to just to make sure <laughs> everything is safe <laughs> scraping by 2020 yeah, you know what I'm saying <laughs> uh, maybe once we get to 2021 we can do it but you know mm-hmm. until then I think I don't, I don't I don't see nothing nothing changing too drastically I think you know but I do have started teaching again so you know, the the break we're going to take coming up, like, you know, it's going to be a break and got to work on my thesis and stuff like that. So my time is going to be a little different. So we might have to, you know, format the podcast a little bit. We might take longer breaks in between and stuff like that. But that's just a practical thing while we yeah. while we still make it work. That, that don't mean we ain't going to be dedicated and try to get these episodes to y'all like we always do. You know what I mean? I think I, think, I definitely would like to see us be the you know, premier black art podcast <laughs> that's out on the market. I know there's an actual war a lot because there's so many famous people getting into the podcast space, but they ain't got a hundred episodes, you know, Jamie, right. what's, what's the odds? Yeah. What's the odds? What's the odds? They're going to make it to 20 episodes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Forget a hundred. Like, like I gotta, yeah, I gotta get to 20 and 30. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't know if, cause a lot of people you see right now on, Instagram doing the lives and all that. They're doing that now because they're at home. They're not doing, mm-hmm. you know, all right, how 
dedicated, how long can it last? How long would they be interested in still doing these conversations? Um, yeah. And I don't know. So, you know, in, in that terms of that space, no matter what they do, I think we're still going to make this podcast, you know, so it'll still be episodes coming, like regardless of what they do anyway, because there's room for all of us to have these conversations. There's so many black creatives that don't get talked about. They mm-hmm. need to get talked about. They need a space to be who they are. So I make more spaces. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm not, uh, not even really comparing myself to like all the other black art podcasters out there. Um, because we can all do the same thing. Like there's enough people out here for us to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> there's plenty of people right. making art and plenty of different, uh, you know, niches that need to be explored. And, you know, our niche, our niche is only black artists. Like it's not like just black printmakers or just black singers or just black whatever, you know, like I don't, we're not that, not that targeted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we didn't think about it that much. We just uh we just pick right. people, you know, we just find and people audience. Yeah, just find people we think is cool and, and do that. That's what we're doing, you know. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> Hi, my name is Shanoa Baker. I am a longtime listener of Studio Noise. I love it so much I gotta make some noise. What I like most about Studio Noise is how the hosts articulate black art and culture from chopping it up to dialogues with creative administrators, artists, collectors, curators, and dealers. Some highlights for me are having guests such as Alfred Conte, Spencer Stoltz, April Bay, Lavette Ballard, Bisa Butler, to just name a few, as well as topics like what the cultural district would look like in Atlanta, to black Twitter dissertations. And as a writer and art lover, this is a great start to my day on my commute to work and school, or just a nice addition to indulge in the arts during my tea time. One episode that impacted me specifically is the episode about Alfred Conte that I enjoyed during my daily tea time. Conte discussed his two front series which is characterized by deterioration and erosion. This demonstrates the racist structures that impact and encroach upon black life. I enjoyed this episode particularly because it really helped me in my article on black art in America called Regenerative Figures, Artistic Conversations of Conte, White, and Hendrix. This episode provided a base on which to approach dialogue with and critique Conte's work from the artist himself. Overall, what I love about Studio Noise is that it's FUBU, for us, by us, enclave, to have honest conversations about how our culture shapes the arts. I look forward to another 100 successful episodes. Much love to y'all. And so that's it. Another episode of Studio Noise in the bag. Thank you. Thank you. You right now listening to this thing. Thank you for listening. Yes, we we've been doing this for a while, yo. So, you know, we we still be making it put it out in the ether, but I'm glad that you're listening to it at least. <laughs> so thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. And wherever you're listening right now, well, well, hold on. We all almost forgot. Like in the meantime, in between time. 
Uh, while we are, like I said, we're taking a little break. I just started teaching and working on my thesis. So I, yeah. well, I won't have. So I'm making sure that all that stuff is locked down before I come back to y'all uh, with more episodes. And Jiggy Jazz Absolutely. is doing the same thing. And so we'll yep. be back. So in the meantime, between time, you need something to listen to. We got an archive. We got 100 episodes <laughs> right yes. here for you to listen to. Yeah. So <laughs> so if you're just listening or you've listened before, deep dive back into it. There was a lot of good stuff back there. yo. So check it out. That's what it is. yo. This is a, a archive of all the black contemporary art voices that's out there. That So these mm-hmm. are the people we need to listen to. These are the people who we are. Right. As as artists listen to this podcast, art lovers, obviously, uh, you know, just the just the good stuff, just that evergreen content that everybody want to hear that need to mm-hmm. hear. So it's right there for you. Yo. So please check that out while we on our little hiatus. Yes. And Jamal has revamped the website. He is not <laughs> <laughs> talked about this whole time, but there are articles up there. There are transcripts of the episodes like. Great content. So if you want to read something, <laughs> go on over to studionoisepodcast.com yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and read, read it. Read it. Yeah. Check it out, Joe. So wherever you're listening, wherever you're listening, why don't you just hit that subscribe? Like, and you'll be the yeah. first one to know. You'll be ready when we come back with new episodes. We promise we're coming back. We can't tell you when yet, but we'll announce it. But we will let you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and if you got got some time, you really want us to come back, why don't you hit them five stars Write a review for us. Get us pumped up in the charts. Let everybody know about the noise. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get at us in our inbox, our email is studionoisepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide in our DMs on Instagram at studionoisepodcast. And, and they then, can follow you. <laughs> I did it backwards. Nasty, yes. <laughs> but they can follow you. Me at Negris.Supreme. Don't forget that dot. And they can follow you at J Barber Studio on all your social medias. All my artists out there, while we gone, we still here with you, baby. While we still living yep. and breathing, we're going to celebrate. We're going to still make this art. So if you get a chance, uh, while we gone, just go out, look into the sky, find the brightest star that you see. <laughs> Point up to the sky and say, That's the noise. That's the noise. No. That's the noise, baby. Keep making that noise. We'll be back with y'all. I promise. Absolutely. Peace.